Hey, what's going on everybody? This is your girl Ty. Today is Monday, July 13th, and this is yesterday's news. We're gonna start with some album charts news today. Pop Smoke's debut album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, has become the first posthumous album to top the Billboard 200 charts since 2018 when Triple X did it. The project earned the equivalent of 251 albums sold for the week ending July 9th. Those numbers also give Shoot for the Stars the sixth biggest sales week of 2020 and the fourth highest streams in one week or debut week for 2020. Um, meanwhile, Juice World's posthumous album, which came out this past Friday, is expected to shatter all records for 2020 so far. Hate Silly Double is predicting the album coming somewhere around 400,000 to 440,000 equivalent albums sold, which would actually be at least 25,000 more than Michael Jackson's posthumous album, This Is It. And the project, Juice World's project, is also expected to stream somewhere around 400 million. Uh, streams in its first week, which would top the current number one in that department for 2020, which was uh, Little Uzi Verse Eternal Take. That project streamed 300 was streamed 373 million times in its first week back in March. The original Broadway cast recording of Hamilton also broke Billboard chart records this week, becoming the first uh, cast recording of a play to land at the number two position on Billboard 200. That hasn't been done in over 50 years. The last album that did that was the recording of the show Hair, which was um, in the number two and number one position in 1969. Of course, this all coincides with Hamilton being released for streaming on Disney+. Italian soccer team AC Milan has become the latest entity to partner with Rock Nation. We don't know exactly for what though. The, the announcement came after a live stream event slash concert that they did last week called From Milan with Love to raise funds for essential workers in Italy. The event was hosted by DJ Khaled and uh, included performances by Alicia Keys and Kelly Rowland. I don't know how it just flew under the radar, but I think Rock Nations has been doing like all kinds of benefits since the beginning of this thing. And now they confirmed that there is a partnership between AC Milan and Rock Nation. And all that they will say is that that partnership will, quote, excite and surprise fans. So y'all stay tuned for that. Speaking of the house that Hove built, Team Rock, Yo Gotti, and Jay-Z himself have partnered once again to sue um, the state of Mississippi in regards to the treatment of prisoners at Parchman Prison. This is an ongoing campaign they've been doing. So they started out back in January with a lawsuit on behalf of 30 inmates. At that point, they were um, asking for punitive damages and they were also asking for the prison board to do something about the conditions of the prison, not just the health conditions, but also just the fact that they were understaffed, they didn't have enough mattresses for all the inmates and so on and so forth. This new lawsuit is filed on behalf of 227 inmates at Parchman Prison, and they are suing the new Mississippi Department of Corrections Commissioner Nathan Burl Kane, as well as healthcare provider uh, Centurion, which is in charge for basically paying for healthcare services for the inmates. And they are asking for a formal investigation into the alleged subpar conditions at the prison. They also gathered at sworn affidavits from the inmates attesting to the fact that there are there are no guidelines or no nothing in place for social distancing at the prison currently. They don't have enough uh, personal protection equipment and other ways in which the prison is essentially not doing anything to protect the inmates from COVID-19. 
Uh, Rick Ross is taking his entrepreneurship to the next level and into the cannabis industry. Thanks to a partnership with Taylor Taylor Gang's own Burner. So Burner's been in that space for a while. He partnered with other brands before launching his own lifestyle and cannabis brand called Cookies. And now through this new deal, Rick Ross will be releasing three strains under the name Collins Ave. Collins Ave is also the name of one of the strands, which is an Indica. Then there's a hybrid called Pink Rosé and a sativa called Lemon Pepper, which I can't believe that what was Scotty ATL doing? How did y'all, how did Atlanta let Rick Ross get the first strain called Lemon Pepper? Anyway, um, <laughs> the hybrid Pink Rosé and the um, the Indica Collins app will be distributed and manufactured by Cookies, but Cookies also has a sister brand called Lemonade, which does all, all uh, sativa strains, and they're gonna be the ones actually producing that Lemon Pepper strain. I know we haven't heard much about her in a while, but Kovangeli Wallace seems to be back, back, like back, back, back. Um, after she landed the role in uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which was, I don't know why I always mess up the name of that movie, but that was the movie that made her a star, that made her the youngest person to ever get an Oscar and also the first person born in the 21st century to ever get an Oscar, which she got at the age of six. She's kind of been doing like one major thing a year. She did that for a few years and then she took a huge break from 2016 to 2019. Last year, she landed a recurring role on Blackish, uh, appearing in five episodes. And now she has been cast as the lead in a new show for Apple TV called Swagger, which is produced by Kevin Durant. It is a, a basketball drama that explores the world of youth basketball based on KD's experiences with the... Um, AAU system. And so Pravangene will be playing a top female basketball player and she'll be starring opposite O'Shea Jackson Jr. who plays the coach who is also a former star player. And lastly today, I know that y'all are probably as Willa and Jaded out as I am, but it is worth noting that last week's episode of Red Table Talk brought in 15.4 million views on Facebook Watch in 24 hours. Now, they thought that that might have been a record. Apparently, according to Variety, they're not 100% sure that it is a record, but that's still a pretty impressive number for, and this would be, of course, a record for uh, original programming created for Facebook Watch. 15.4 million. So all the people on your timeline saying that nobody cares and they don't know why y'all still talking about it, look at that. 15.4 million people. And that's just the people that watched it in the first 24 hours on Facebook. That's going to do it for me today, you guys. Make sure you like, comment, share, and come back tomorrow for today's news.